0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? <laughs> Stop what you're doing and listen.
1: D-O-D.
2: Forty-five. It's episode 69 of the DOD 45 show, and our special guest for this episode is DJ Zoll, a man who's been performing behind the turntable since he was only 12 years old or maybe even younger, a respected DJ from the West Coast, a strange famous family member, a swell kind of guy with a full-bodied head of hair, and we're thrilled to have him in as our guest. DJ Zoll is a Star Wars mark, so on this episode I draw him a weasel holding Boba Fett's helmet in Hamlet's historic to be or not to be pose. You'll find out why I went with a weasel from a story shared in this episode, and from what we've been told, it's the only place that you'll hear this story. We cover the usual why, when, hows, and whos with DJ Zole's career, and we even get into how his struggle with alcohol nearly ended it all. We chop it up about many random things, but we do go on a Kevin venture with people like Kevin Garnett, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Hart, and Kevin Durant. Zoll explains his recent dive into the realm of house music, and we discuss his latest house album, House Flippers. Sage Francis drops in for the strange famous Records Sage's Social Media Lurk, and shares a wild story about his first experience with Zimas, based off of a DJ Zoll Instagram post from 576 weeks ago. Zol shares his appreciation with us for our part in the Strange Famous Festival back in June, and he also filled some of my ridiculous Sophie's Choice questions involving the Lost Boys and the Last Boy Scout, D. Snyder and D'Angelo, and Jay Leno and Jay Z, or is it Jay Z? It's all about having some fun with our guests on the DOD 45 show, and Zoll's super positive manner makes that quite a breeze. So pack up the cornhole, roll up your tick-infested sleeping bags, put away the axe, and pull up a log to enjoy this episode 69 of the DOD 45 show with DJ Zoll. Peace. DOD 45. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the DOD 45 show. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Hello Adrian, thank you for joining me today, (laughs) and um, our guest today is DJ (laughs) Zoll. from orange county california oh guess what i got a thing in the mail today well i got a thing in the mail when we got back i thought maybe i could open it here i don't see what it is it's a gift look at this what do you think can well can you see that
3: yeah put it back down
2: can you see it through there
3: yeah it's a bill and ted's thing
2: yeah it's a bill and ted's painting can you guess is that
3: a painting then
2: um yeah it's watercolors can you guess who painted
3: that? Mm, Miles Bolin.
2: No, it was Alexander Brown.
3: Oh. <laughs>
2: so he sent that to me. Isn't that cool? Well,
3: I'm gonna nice. hang that that's up
2: nice. in the office, in the studio.
3: He's uh, painting now then?
2: No, I think he always did paint. I think it was an older painting, he said. Huh. It's not dated, so I don't know. Um, I also got this in the mail today. A little gift from uh, early adopted. Cool. Yeah, his record. Here goes the police. Thanks. It says Ty. Thanks for everything you do, SFR gang for life. I only got a little letter in here. Maybe. I thought I'll, you were I'll... gonna
3: say fertilizer.
2: <laughs> Wait, SFR fertilizer? <laughs> <laughs> well, shall I tell you? Um, do you want to hear a couple of facts that I found sure. out about Orange County today? Sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're interesting. Maybe they're not. But I was going back. A- um, on our break, because we've been on break for a few months. I was going back and just looking at some intros and stuff of shows. And I I kind of liked the the facts because, I don't know, you learn something you didn't know. But um, did you know that in uh, 1857, uh, um, Orange County, California, was um, like in, uh, in the... Well, it has like Wild West. The area was like a place for like horses were getting stolen and there was a lot of stagecoach robberies well anyway in the in the 1857 uh there was this cowboy named juan flores uh who escaped from jail and he was in a you know his gang the what do you call him what do you, a posse uh they used to steal from the residents there in orange county all the time um and uh, i think when the guy juan flores uh escaped from jail with his gang, they killed the sheriff of the town. The sheriff's name was James Barton. Um, but they caught. That's
3: our insurance guy's name.
2: James Barton? I think. Did you just dox our insurance guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, they ended up. They got away after they killed and they were on the run for like 11 days, but they ended up getting caught. Um, and today, this day and age, there's a place called Barton's Mound. Um, And it's close to 405 Freeway. It's like some uh, place, and most people in Orange County have no idea it exists. Some place That's everything, though.
3: There's so many Native American mounds around. And, like, there was one that I saw that was in a parking lot of a gas station. And they just kind of had a little fence around
2: it. (laughs) But was it marked, like a historical (laughs) marking? It was
3: marked a little bit. And I only, I'm sure nobody notices. I was just trying to stretch my legs, so I happened to see it. But it was like right by the busy streets and the crossroads but there's those kinds of things all over
2: yeah that no one knows about well so if you're in orange county go check out the barton's mound it's close to the 405 freeway why
3: would you want to do that
2: i don't know well here's (laughs) another fact about about orange county california in 1818 so this is pre-cowboys uh this is pirates age but 1818 are you
3: talking about? What? There's always been cowboys. As long as there were oh, horses wild, here.
2: The Wild West. Like the
3: trappers were kind of like. Right,
2: but I'm talking about the Wild West. Well, anyway, this is 1818, so this is Pirates Day. There was a guy named Bouchard, and he sailed from Argentina to California. And then him and his crew, they would when they needed rum, they would go to the Mission San Juan Capistrano. They'd just drink all the alcohol there and eat all their food, and then they'd go back to their ship. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. Maybe that that's sounds
3: funny. right. Oh well, that sounds about right.
2: <laughs> um, and then my final, my final uh, fact about Anna or uh, sorry, Orange County. Did you know that it was founded by the Germans? Obviously, probably right.
1: No.
2: I mean, obviously the Germans. They usually found everything. No. But, or, I that's know. not true. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You know, like there's always those town, ta- those towns. Well, it's Orange. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is 1857 that this happened now okay and a group of germans they had moved to the area um they lived next to the santa Ana river and so they combined the name of the river with the word heim which means home in german spelling meaning uh, spelling anaheim mm. so anaheim california that's in orange county uh they made wine and stuff there for years and then uh at one, it says it said at one point there was like fifty vineyards in the area oh, in wow. Anaheim, uh, but in the 1880s, some disease destroyed all of the grapes. So the vines were replaced with meth with vegetables with and, meth, yeah, with meth. Now probably, <laughs> no, it was replaced with vegetables and fruit. What kind of fruit do you suppose? Mm,
3: tomatoes, olives,
2: oranges, Orange oh. County, mm. Ooh, how how it became Orange County. Speaking of Anaheim, California, you know what's in Anaheim? Disney. That's right. Disney is in Anaheim, and I was gonna tell the story about being lost in in Disneyland when I was a kid, but I don't really remember the details of it. I just remember being terrified. Um,
3: You can't escape there. You can't. I know, but I was just
2: so scared. (laughs) I was probably like maybe eight years old or something like that. And I think maybe I was with my friend, Sam Watts. I think we were, he he and I, well, cause we used to always, he's, we used to take him to California.
3: You did? Him and
2: Matt. Yeah. Him and Matt once came with us to California and um, yeah, we got, I think either he got lost on his own or maybe him and I got lost. That was just scary. And I think maybe I was eight or nine years old, but what what, made me wonder, do you, have you ever been, um, have you ever been lost somewhere? Never. Are you serious? I've
3: never been lost. Never ever ever.
2: Are you joking? No,
3: I'm not. I'm not joking. Through all my forest exper- experiences.
2: Oh, you just were just, certain uh, you knew where you I were. I just knew
3: where I was. I found my way back. <laughs> I never got lost. I used to go and hide in the forest and hide from my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I run down the mountain. No, I was never lost.
2: You never got lost at like a ma- in a like in a, as a little kid at the mall. No. Hmm. Well, all right. <laughs> well, that... No, a, just, no I, I don't know. Well, That's just not something. That, you did, I that you'd get lost? Because
3: oh, I, I don't pay attention when you're in leading mode. I just look at things. But when I'm paying attention, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> I've always had a fairly good sense of direction.
2: Well, I, I have too. But, I mean, when you're a little kid and you're like at Disneyland with your parents or something, and all of a sudden you're not near them.
3: Maybe that was the problem.
2: Yeah, you were. I, I wasn't at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, oh, well, speak <clears throat> No, I the, did go once. I have a, another Disney story, but it was on the other side of the country in Florida. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but you were there, but I, but I wonder if you remember. It's kind of. It's a little. I'll tell it real quick. It's funny, but we were we. My cousin she she danced in the um, Polynesian at the polynesian resort she danced she was a dancer at the they have a, a hula, show
3: like a hula dancer but yeah. what do you call them not hula obviously
2: yeah but it was like part of their show the the uh, polynesian resort did like a, would do like a show every night mm-hmm. it was like a full dinner like a um, a luau a, a luau yeah and so she was a performer at that and uh, we were going to see her one time and i don't know i must have eaten something bad but i i just had to go like i had to use the restroom really bad and uh so i just there's this tiny little circular restroom right before when you go into the restaurant area and um i just i had to go so bad you guys you and the kids went into the restaurant and i just ran out into the into the bathroom and uh did my thing but as i (laughs) as i was in there i heard like the sound of like high heels
3: You in the women I was like,
2: Oh my god, I'm in the women's bathroom. <laughs> I had no idea. And then I just wait I just waited until they left and then I hurried scurried out of the <laughs> scurried out of the out of the bathroom.
3: But didn't Jesse the Tree do that at the...
2: Oh, yes. At
3: the, the airport? Yes,
2: Jesse the Tree from a, <laughs> you know, Strange Famous, yeah, did...
3: Just recently. <laughs> just just recently this summer. At
2: the Strange Famous Fest at the airport. It happens
3: know. to us all. I know. I've When we were in, when we were just flying to Samoa and I went, we were in the airport in Fiji. Was that Fiji? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I think that's where it was. Anyway, yeah. I was walking into the men's bathroom and they were like, no, no, no.
2: Well, that, but it's not as weird when ah. women do it because I've been at bars, like they, it just happened. So, recently. no,
3: but it was like clear that I wasn't yeah. paying attention.
2: <laughs> I don't like the ones when you're at the restaurants that are like a different language restaurant and it says the men or women's, yeah, in like Bano or what's boy Spanish, yeah, or not just Spanish because I know the Spanish ones, oh. but then the image of it, you can't really tell <laughs> if it's a more or you're like, oh shit, I don't, I don't know which one.
3: Yeah, that was was a good one the other day that said, like, the boy image, the girl image, and then an alien. And it just said, whatever.
2: Yeah, that, where was that at? That was just recently. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then I I was also just recently, I was coming out of some. I don't remember where we were. It was really busy, but I went in the bathroom and a woman was in there using it. But I, like, it's just not weird to me because the women's bathrooms are always way busy.
3: So the only. The one thing I didn't like when we were at... um, Not Silver, Mount Zion. Who was that?
2: Uh, Godspeed, you black oh, yeah.
3: When we were there, they had, you know, open restrooms for anybody. But it was like a big hall of restrooms. Yeah. And it was weird when I sat down and the people next to me's feet were facing the toilet. Yeah. That was a little off-putting. They're just different. Okay, fine, whatever. But then... As the show was getting on, and I was so tired, remember I just got like put to sleep, I was like, I just need to go in the bathroom and like splash water in my face, but honestly, I was just I didn't feel comfortable going into the bathroom in the middle of the show after people had been drinking and yeah. that guy like passed out on the floor and whatever happened to him. right. I don't know whatever drugs he was on, so I was just like, eh. yeah, I,
2: I that's imagine why the uni- I just went to sleep Universal. Then. Is that what they call it universe or not Universal? Yeah, universal bathrooms, mm-hmm. unisex.
3: Unisex. Yeah, I, I'm down with the bathroom that locks. Like you just yeah, yeah, go yeah. in one, but then that yeah, there was a, a long a, line. A
2: bathroom in a restaurant like that at Deep Ellum, Texas, that we used to go to, that vegan diner, where you'd wash was uni, uni, unisex. Oh, yeah, that wasn't. But then the, you're right, it was just kind, kind of, of divided. Had to lock the doors. Yeah. Well, real quick, again, on a, on a bathroom note, because I don't know if I'll ever be able to tell the story. When I did my movie, my movie Twice Today, it uh, was my very first feature film. I, it premiered, or um, I went to a festival in North Carolina. I think I was 19 or 20 at the time. And uh, my f- movie was at this film festival on the night of the premiere. I just, I really had to use the restroom again. <laughs> yeah anyway there was only one bathroom in this theater and um i was and it was my my movie premiere so i went to i had to use the restroom during the movie and um i was in there for a bit then i came out and you know i don't mean gross but yeah it was like they didn't have like any spray or anything when i came out there was like this all no, this like this woman and her husband were standing there this pretty gal <laughs> i was just like oh shit i was i don't know There's something sometimes that's embarrassing to me but especially when it's when i'm going to be going up for the quest, the q and a at the front of after the movie yeah. ended so i was up there for the q and a and i was just like okay well whatever i'll never see these people again well the after party after the movie premiered we went to this house that were this after party or we got invited to this after party for the premiere of my movie and it was her house.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Well, they don't know that you were the one who stinked it up. Uh, yeah,
2: that's true. That's true.
3: It could have been stinky when you went in.
2: That's true. I, of those, I hate when you go into one that's already stinky and then you come in.
3: I hate, um, every bathroom we go into, none of them have a lid on the toilet. Oh yeah. So, will you flush it, and then you have to hurry and jump back into the door to yeah, jump out of the way. Yes. Yeah. It makes me insane to flush the toilet without the lid down.
2: Yeah, it's gross. I don't know if I've said it on the on the podcast, but uh, I call it a podcast. I'm okay calling it a podcast now. Anyway, I was talking to someone about why I don't wear flip flops anymore. And it was because one time when we were, we travel all, all the time. But, I was wearing flip-flops and went into the bathroom just to go pee, and the guy that and the you know they have the in the men's room the, the johns are just lined up right next to each other. Well, I was in my flip-flops and I hadn't started peeing yet, but I the guy next to me was peeing and I, and it was splashing on my toes. I could feel it and it was so disgusting. And I, from there, I've not I've not worn flip-flops ever since. Mm-hmm. I, I refuse. I'll wear socks That's with gross. with sandals, but I just, I won't wear flip flops anymore. It's disgusting. I,
3: I, luckily, I don't have that problem. Mm. Although I may have it. Uh, Mount Silver, Mount, not Silver, Mount Zion. The other one.
2: Uh, Godspeed, it's the Black Speed. Emperor.
3: <laughs> no, there were no urinals next to me.
2: Well, yeah. It well,
3: was safe and all. I just felt uncomfortable. I was attacked once in a bathroom oh. by the dishwasher when I was at work. And he kind of cornered me into a stall and was groping and really like, I don't know what the intentions were, but I fought and fought and fought and ran out of there.
2: Oh, yeah, so that's awful. So I
3: have a little bit of hesitation with the whole bathroom thing.
2: Well, you and I have something in common because I was almost oh, murdered in the bathroom. <laughs> I was almost murdered in the bathroom by a Tongan gang. That's true.
3: I don't <laughs> think he was going to murder me.
2: Oh, well, yeah, he was going to do probably <laughs> I don't worse.
3: know. I don't I don't know what his yeah, intention was. Sucks. He never came back to work.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, he shouldn't. You uh, know, I
3: think um, my brother may have chased him out of there.
2: You might be in your brother's trunk. Uh, let me do a quick movie share, and then we'll get into DJ's old. My movie share is a movie called The Menu, and it was, and it's directed by Mark Mylod. And uh, my my best friend Jake Hugger told me about it a while ago, and I've been meaning to watch it. I just forgot. But uh, on our travels, I've been listening to a lot of Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces episode. I, I mean. Podcast, and he had Mark Millett on the show, and they were talking about the menu, and so it just kind of intrigued me. So I went and watched it. It's really, 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 really good. It's kind—it's of, a thriller. So I told you, I don't think you—I think you might not like it, but you might want to try it. it stars Ralph Fiennes from—that's the guy from Schindler's List—and um, Anna Taylor Joy's in it. And she—you know who that is? I'm just nodding. Funny. Yeah, but she's the one from Queen's Gambit, and I think mm. she's in—she's in some other show you watch
3: yeah i have to say she was not my favorite actress to come into that show
2: which queens peaky 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 blinders blinders. i was like
3: oh it just broke the seal for me because i didn't know any of those actors oh even the one that everybody knows i didn't know no no not the main guy the the one that you guys know he's very popular i don't know he was a kind of a the jewish guy in it Anyway. Then she came on. But once you like, oh. recognize people,
2: it take That's yeah. no, no longer It's now now an actors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I get that. Well, but I
3: did like her in Queen's Gambit.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, she's really good in this in this in this movie, The Menu. So go check that out. It's a really good movie. And then my quick song share is a song called "I Got a Thing, You Got a Thing, Everybody's Got a Thing" by a Funkadelic. I love- which is a just an incredible song. The guitar, the riff's in it. It's the funkiest damn song you ever heard. Um, and obviously it's Funkadelic, so that's George Clinton's sister group um, um, from Parliament. Uh, look up their history, too. That's a whole history that I didn't really know a ton about. But, uh, yeah, check out that song. It's real goddamn funky. Uh, what about you? Before I do a quick intro of DJ Zold, do you have a song share or anything?
3: No, I haven't okay. listened to music in the last... Uh- <laughs> I know. Four months. We we do, been, do, we do we've this. been together twenty-four-seven, so all yeah. I've heard is yours.
2: And we, yeah, I was going to just say that for the those the <laughs> listeners, when we're traveling, we have a, a unspoken rule: whoever's driving gets to pick the music. And
3: so, I never drive uh, because someone's a control. freak. I am freak. a
2: control freak. But are you comfortable towing the trailer? You don't mind, yeah, right? I'm okay. fine with it. All right. Well, so our guest today is uh, the man DJ Zoll, aka Kevin Boyd. Obviously from Orange County, California. Now, obviously, I say obviously because I just mentioned that uh, he's an engineer and producer at Pinnacle Sound in Santa Ana, California. He's the DJ for Epic Beardman. That's B. Dolan and Sage Francis, which probably they probably won't make another album. But he was their DJ. Um, he's Abstract Roots DJ. Um, he's uh, I mean he's got collabs all over the. Place. He DJs for everyone. He DJs everybody's live sets and uh, he does it for everyone. Uh, Plus, he does his own. And he does his own music. So, yeah, his first ever solo album came out in 2019. It was an album called Your Moment. And it's eight tracks of like uh, it's, He says it's got eight tracks of reflection So there's eight songs uh, And the titles are like The Shock, The Anger, The Cycle, The Relapse And the album closes out with a song called Yesterday's Morning
0: I see beauty in everything But you It's true I see beauty in everything But you
1: Trust it, don't call me.
4: What you did this evening was the last time to see me. Trust it, don't call me.
1: What you did,
2: and I think it is something to do with like his sobering up, maybe the loss of his brother or something. I don't, I will ask him about that, but. Um, it's kind of like a laid-back, moody kind of sound, but it also has got a little bit of fast pace. Uh, it's a really cool album, um, and I especially like the Yesterday's Morning track at the end. Um, and then his newest album just came out in 2023.
3: Just um, in August.
2: Yeah, in August. Uh, it's an EDM House album, and it's called House Flipper.
3: love which and
2: and uh, i guess it doesn't matter to say it but i will say i almost have never really like get into house all that much and i was telling you this when we were driving because we were listening to the album but I, I think i'm not into it and then i'll turn on like a song and like two seconds into it i'm like tapping my i guess that's what happens to everybody but i then i realized oh i do like it i love it <laughs> um and then i just uh,
3: don't listen to it live anymore this old music? lady showing up at the rave do they have oh. raves well, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I guess. Or they do yeah, that at bars. Still
2: no, they just do clubs. Like oh, clubs. Yeah, full yeah, on no. clubs. And festivals. People I would
3: be know. the cougar now, right? No, They'd be like, you're Look not at that thing.
2: old. Well, I don't
3: know. I don't know. I mean, you go there with a bunch of 20-year-olds. They're there.
2: Maybe, but...
3: I feel pretty weird. People like
2: cougars, though. You're not that old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: he's on loads of singles and clubs with both people like Micah Nine. Um... I mean, the list just goes on and on. Uh, we recently got to hang out with him at the Strange Famous Festival in Denver, Colorado, and um, he's just got uh, his vibe is really down. He's like got a real good vibe, a good feeling about him. He made um, it's genuine. Like his, he seems happy to be uh, in the place that he's at. So. Um, I like that. I like when you can feel that when people are genuine and they're like, they have a good feeling about them. So uh, we're going to be talking to him here in just a second. Uh, We'll take a break. Oh, check it. He did um, the uh, Everything in Its Right Place. That's a Radio Radio Hut song. He did a a remix of that. It's pretty cool. Radio Hut? Radiohead. Oh. Uh, Remix of that, Everything in in Its Right Place. Uh, I'll play that real quick so you can hear it. he's got the single that he did in 2020 and it's called crossing um i just put that on loop this morning on my run (laughs) it's good it's a good uh was a good running track
3: We should give it to the church next
2: door. Oh, yeah. The church next door is called The Crossing. <laughs> they might bum that.
3: Might. They might. Uh, they got the bass coming out of that one. Well, yeah, okay. it's
2: not his track, Fuck 12.
3: Let's, um,
2: Let's take, take a break, Ben. Yeah, we'll Are take we taking a break? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? We'll, uh, we're playing the intros now here in this spot. So uh, we'll be right back with DJ Zol. Hey, what's up, podcast
4: world? This is AWOL1, and one of my favorite shows is
0: DOD 45 with Art by Ty. And today we have a special, special guest West Coast Zone, DJ Zoll. Man, that's my dude, man. DJ Zoll representing Project Bloat, representing Strange Famous. Man, this dude is a killer on the turntables. So check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing. Listen. D.O.D. 45.
2: This is the D.O.D. 45 show drawing over discussions 45 minutes with a special guest. Welcome. I'm your host and resident artist, Ty of Art by Ty, and with my co-host, Adrian Taiwali'i, we're having conversations with people who I admire and am inspired by. On this episode, I'll set a 45-minute timer, put my pen to the paper, and we'll learn about our guest through an interview-style discussion. So stay right here with us to experience some laughs and maybe even learn a thing or 2
1: D-O-D-45
2: What's happening? There you are.
3: Hey, I recognize Are you, backyard. Is
2: that, is that a real, yeah, is that, that's real backyard. Back that's yeah, my house. I know, I, well, Adrian said I recognize the backyard because um, I also recognize because you showed a video after the, the hurricane. Hurricane.
3: hurricane. Your banana tree your used banana to be tree. right there, didn't it? There's oh,
1: not
4: there. <laughs> the last ones. Yeah, saved What's a couple. That? Just waiting for them to ripen up
2: so sad it is sad but, but but were you able to replant it or
4: no we had to harvest it off because it, it, it ended up breaking at the bottom and because oh, everything else the fig tree survived so we have, have a bunch of figs but no it, it was just so slumped over like can we just leave it there And my uh my uh my brother's like not nah, dude, we got to chop that off
3: yeah, that granary is nice.
2: Well, before we get into drawing, well, I guess we should say hello to you and welcome and thanks, thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, we're live. As an official episode. Yeah, always.
3: Oh yeah, we've been going. <laughs> I thought
2: you were
4: just saying what up. What's up, everybody?
2: <laughs> I got a pretty cool little design figured out for you, I, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll start off with um, some Sophie's choice questions. Yeah. Um, while I draw this. So your first question is um if you so if you were the captain on the playground court, who do you pick for your pickup b ball game? Kevin Durant or Kevin Garnett?
4: Oh, I, I I mean Kevin Garnett, I collect baseball cards, basketball cards. I'm a huge obviously as you can see. And I'm saying that in a Lakers jersey. <laughs> Kevin Garnett all day. No disrespect.
1: <laughs> but I saw
4: a guy go through an entire career just no, dude, Kevin Garnett hands down. Yeah,
2: yeah. That sucks well, say, okay. so that one's, you know, what's I, that? I feel,
4: I feel like it sucks to say because KD is ridiculous, but you know, yeah. But
2: there's always someone that's just a little bit more ridiculous.
4: Dude, <laughs> the, the consistent greatness of Kevin Garnett—it just can't be. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. So that that one's kind of an easy one. But who do you pick if it was a if you're the captain and um of the dodgeball team? Who do you pick out of Kevin Hart or Kevin Bacon?
4: I'll take Kevin Hart because he's all tiny, might be hard to hit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and he
4: seems like he's pretty fast. Gotta think yeah, he <laughs> He's all. Oh, it might be hard to hit that guy. He's all spry.
2: He might say something <laughs> funny,
4: throw the guy off. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, but have you seen? Uh, I mean, you seen Bacon when he was dancing in what's that movie called? Yeah, but he's <laughs> like
4: sixty
3: now.
2: Yeah, in Footloose. <laughs> I'm gonna know the dance references for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which Which movie have you seen more times? Um, are you? Do you like movies? Do you watch movies? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which which one have you seen more times, The Lost Boys or The Last Boy Scout?
4: The Lost Boys. Yeah, that's a hard. That's a good. That's a good put together though. So I still I still have a VHS player, and sometimes it gets broken, so I'll just get another one. And I still watch like all my classic movies, all like once a week. I got something in the VHS.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. We have an old VHS in the gallery too.
3: We were just in Bend, Oregon, and we we're driving by, and we saw a blockbuster, a real live oh, open.
1: Yeah, I think the that's the one. one. <laughs> I
2: like
3: turned real quick. I'm like, did you see that I mean, hurry and took a picture as you we were driving past? Like I don't know if yeah. I just saw that. It was like an it's, alien encounter. It is the oh, last
4: case one. of whatever video game I couldn't afford and <clears throat> and get it into the Nintendo. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> oh, we got down too. You saw us? Memo Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> that that NBA jam went into the night,
2: Oh yeah, it is. we we left. Yeah, yeah so Storm for falls, the listeners.
4: storms. Storms asleep in the room on the other side. I was like, God, this guy's got to wake up. <laughs> and, like, be everything for a festival as well tomorrow. Like,
2: <laughs> we're just well, nuts. yeah, and for the people that are listening at the Air, at the strange <laughs> famous fest at the Airbnb, uh, you guys, yeah, they had a, a, a was it a, just a sixty four, right? Yeah, a, well, I news. think they had.
4: They had like a Super Nintendo, but there wasn't a game or a controller or oh, I think it was okay. just the console. So you could just look at it and go like, hey.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you guys were gaming hard. And I wish I could, but I was trying to do a podcast.
3: <laughs> but you were also like, you were you never got off the stage. You were up there the entire night.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. From jump to finish.
3: Yeah.
4: Um Which I'm not normally used to. I am not normally used to that. But like even if it wasn't like how we formatted the night i'd have asked for that because i have rocked with every single one of those guys in any circumstance straight famous you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it would just i wouldn't have wanted to miss a a second
2: (laughs) that (laughs) was so great it like seemed so natural too like it just yeah just was it was just right
4: yeah we did that we did that well and you know if i got to rock with a few people for the first time too like i i've you know i've known swelling sentence but i've never got to hop up them hop up there with them you know and we got that and it just felt so natural me and kaz have definitely been able to do it a few times before um me and ea i never got to do anything with him on the live on the live part it was just what a beautiful night and i I actually let me thank you guys for making that happen over and over and over and over again, <laughs> the way that you did. I get to keep reliving these things. Like, it's gnarly. You go back, you know, we all have those parents or someone in our lives that collects all the stuff of your accolades and stuff. So, my mom sure. has tour lanyards up them wazoo. I don't know why she has to have every single one after I get home. She it makes I they, they get you get them everywhere. You know what I mean. And so I yeah. try to hold.
3: Oh, on to she collects them. your. Yeah, Man. I try to
4: hold on to as many as I can. You know what I mean, but you know sometimes you you know you only have room for what you got. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought about that after you guys did that, and I was looking at the case when I went by her house, and I was like, "Damn, dude! Like for this one show." I have, like, almost every second covered, and it was one of the greatest moments of my life. How cool oh, it would it yeah. have been to have just one minute of each of these? You know what I mean? I'm, like, looking at these lanyards going like...
3: Oh, yeah.
4: These guys came in and made not just a memorable moment for the fans that were there, but for everyone to enjoy. And I think that was one of the coolest things. I'm, I'm so appreciative of you guys for doing that.
2: Yeah, that's cool. That's a good way to look at that, because, yeah, you look at... You look at the thing like you're saying. You're looking at that. You're all your lanyards and all the shows you have in the past. But oh, we're talking
4: thousands of these things. And I was yeah, like, I couldn't even, but, and all, I pulled one well, out yeah. and I was like, I don't remember this yeah. at all. And this was an amazing lineup. Like, what the heck? I don't remember any of this. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Because even though even though there there are moments that are so great in your life, your your memory can really only bank stuff for so long and then yeah yeah because
4: i mean we're cycling here you know
2: yeah especially
4: well, yeah. We we're creatives yeah lucky enough if i remember my idea i had before i went to the bathroom and came back to this <laughs> table to oh, lay yeah. it down you know what
2: i mean do you write down do you write down ideas <laughs> well, i have to uh, yeah <laughs> me too my poor uh,
4: my ex used to always look at my phone and go my dude you have so many of like notify, like the red eye like how many on each app and she say hey, right <laughs> <laughs> and it was always in my notes and I was like what she's like what is why do you have like 800 notifications you know so I'm making edits so I just tell a beat and I'll just like hit the thing and just start telling my phone what I needed oh. to know and whether it ledgers it out or not I hope it gets it but you know
3: <laughs> and it saves it in the notes an audio file
4: no yeah notes really? I just open wow. notepad and then I hit the microphone and go like yo 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 Oh, oh yeah and, and like that's what i need to keep do moving you know what i mean and ho- sometimes it'll miss do your stuff but you know your head you know what I mean? yeah. you know what you mean
2: sometimes i have some notes in my notes that i that the words are like i'm i'm trying to figure like what the fuck was i trying to say there <laughs> but yeah but it is important because you do i mean look at what you're
4: doing? drawing so you already
2: know <laughs> your head goes <knows laughs> some <laughs> fucking places dude. Well, one time we were uh, one uh, the, like one of my favorite quotes. We were we did, when I this old TV show I used to do. We were interviewing um Del the Funky Homo Sapien, and he said, well Deltron, and he said, his quote was uh the our our host asked him like, what what advice do you have for for young creatives? And he said, all all the ideas you have, write them down, because all the all the best most successful people in the world, they all write down their ideas.
0: Right. Basically, I'll say this first thing: all your ideas, write them down. I'll tell you this. All the millionaires, billionaires in our society, all of them write their ideas down.
2: Hey, let me ask you real quick: what, what, um, what was the, what's the origins of, um, your name, the DJ Zoll?
4: <laughs> so it's my high school nickname, that my bro gave me. He, um, he passed in 2011, but um, <laughs> sorry for all the sob passings here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> right. you know, yeah,
4: you can't help it. <laughs> I got, will curb that, um dude and he was the most popular kid at school so this guy and the rest of my buddies this one day they just start calling calling me his old sophomore year so everyone just calling me and now since, since he says it, everybody else is gonna say it and then he kept saying don't tell them why and then all of a sudden everyone just had this name and just didn't know why and <laughs> a whole like year of school went by and then by the end of the year it became my nickname there was it, it was it that was it had no clue, and then most of the people didn't know, but they just started calling me Zul, well. And, like, so next school season comes around, and I just carry it on, you know? And so we're starting our junior year, and a friend of mine that uh, was on a couple of skate teams that I was with, he was having a panic attack and thought he was dying, and so, we, like, we had to take him to a hospital. He had no idea that he was just having, like, a right. brain malfunction for the first time, you know? Mm-hmm. had no clue what was going on. And uh, he's holding my hand. He goes, I got to tell you what soul means. And I was like, what? And I was like, there's time for that. You're good. Like, let's just, you, you know, they got a doctor telling him to breathe. Because we were skating at the moment. So that's why we were all together. And, and he looks at me and goes, it's short for weasel and i'm <laughs> like throw his hand down and i was like how could that be a term of endearment man like dude you're and i just looked at him i was like you're having a panic attack and i storm out of the room knowing that my bro and the rest of my homies are in the waiting room and so i just come out there and i go like what the f- weasel and then they're like "What, <laughs> i knew he was gonna do something stupid I, <laughs>
2: And I was like, "We." you didn't. You never knew that it was weasel.
4: Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) I was like weasel for like a year and a half of like actual time. I never knew what it meant.
3: (laughs) Was Polly Shore popular during those times? Oh yeah.
4: What were you? Was Polly Shore already out? Yeah, he was like, "Hold on, let me explain. Let me explain." I was like, "There's got to be something behind this." And he goes, "Well, weasel, like you always get shotgun. You you always get in the bars and clubs before." You know, we're uh, twenty one. You get you get greens every time we pass the bowl around. I don't know how that happens. You, don't hack them. <laughs> you know, them. It's like you just always have the opportunity. And I was like, all right.
1: <laughs> so it had, it, but... with, <laughs> it had nothing to do with.
2: It had nothing to do with uh, Polly Shore.
4: <laughs> nothing. But and you know what's funny is I got to on on another podcast and he, he was on it. And we were talking and it, it was supposed to be about him. And he finds out that that's my nickname and that's what it comes from. He just—he was like, yeah, I'm the Weez. You're the another Weez. Yeah. I was one of the cool – that's one of the cooler <laughs> moments of my life was another explaining my nickname to the original Weez. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. And like, you know. <laughs> <He's>
4: so buddy. <funny. laughs> you know what I mean? I'm here talking to a guy. People, I, You know, what was funny is I was telling people, hey, oh, I'm going to talk to Paulie Shore today. And people are like, who? Who?
1: <laughs> what? some of, my, some of the crazy. people I,
4: I messed with out because they weren't my friends and I was like are you guys kidding me and I I, I was like I didn't realize I was talking to like 25 year olds and like, oh, who, who are you talking about I was like the king of it all man you guys don't even get it you know, like, but yeah so yeah, I, I actually have had the weasel conversation with the original. Oh, lead.
2: yeah, that's awesome. My my kids will love that. My my kids just got way into Polly Shore recently, so we But we've they been
3: were watching... raised. When um, was the last time I you, told me you watched,
2: like you walked in on them. They were watching House Party. Right?
4: Well, it's, that was up like my girl. son. Yeah. <laughs> <He> was,
2: yeah. <laughs> so your kids kick ass, man. <laughs> hey, who who would you rather make a remix song for, D. Snyder or D. Angelo? <laughs> <laughs> d
4: snyder's so cool though
2: <laughs> i'm gonna go with d snyder oh awesome snyder. Like, you probably, it'd be a little more like maybe you could do a little bit more with it or
4: something i mean i could let my hair down and it doesn't curl like that but
1: <laughs>
2: could, you know yeah plus you don't want to fuck with those bass lines on d'angelo like those are just perfect you got to just they leave just need them to be left like, alone yeah i don't know what i'm yeah. doing and, and I,
4: I might end up pregnant
2: you know I... <laughs> okay here's the scenario i'm building a scenario for you your car's broken down in the deserts of joshua tree uh the joshua tree national park with no cell service who would you rather it be with jay leno or jay-z jay-z oh okay
4: because if i wanted to get out of there i'd say jay leno because someone would find him a car but yeah. Well, Jay knows, I think
2: Jay knows how to work on them. I'd be like, "Yeah,
4: dude, fix the car, dude." That'd be the conversation <laughs> with me and Jay Leno I'd be like, "Dude, you need to fix this, dude. We, I need to get out of here." Uh, no, I, I, if I had to just sit in, in nothingness with with one of the two of them, I'd, I'd go with Jay Z. Man, that guy came from where I like. We, we, I didn't have nothing when I grew up. You know what um, I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying Jaylen was any different, but you know, I don't know. I'm not a comedian, and I'd be able to have like an amazing conversation with Jay Z. Oh, sure, I bet. We probably wouldn't even talk hip hop. I'd probably talk to him about just what it was like to come up.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody that would really go Jay Leno, but um
1: <laughs> If you <laughs> want to be loves-
4: entertained, you're gonna probably be more entertained by Jay Leno because what well, you mean he's gonna to listen to <laughs> You'd be like, Oh, dude, give me a freestyle, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what he wants to do. Give me, <laughs> give me a freestyle till somebody gets here. Like I don't know.
2: While you guys are while you're sitting in 180. But yeah, there, there, there's there's
4: there's two there, but yeah, there are variables. Yeah. Well,
2: speaking of Z's, do they call j z jz in the UK?
4: Does anyone know the answer? Never, to that? I've never even thought to even ask that.
1: <laughs> I've been so many places
4: right? where they use Z like
1: <laughs> i never. That's
4: because I, I, I was going to ask you Z I or would, Z.
2: I'm going to well, now. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I I think the term I think the term Zed is way cooler than Z. I love I don't know. it. Yeah, yeah, that is way gnarlier. I love it. JZ. Hey, is a zebra half black or half white?
4: Hmm, I would say half black because it had to be painted white, and you can't paint white on black. Are you the I don't know. I'm
2: trying to go. Which one would, would There is. Edit. There
3: is. It is. It is. <laughs> like either. you can paint
2: black on easier onto white. You can paint black easier onto white, but you almost have the same problems. Yeah.
3: But zebras aren't painted. No,
2: darn
1: question.
4: I love that. One. <laughs> the whole thing is black and white to me, man.
2: <laughs> I think
3: because of the skin color, isn't it a black?
2: Yeah, it's black isn't with it... white stripes.
3: I think it is. And that's what I'm. But wondering. I can't remember. Is it
2: black with white stripes? Well, or is dude, I, white live, with I don't live
4: too far from here in Mexico, and they just be taking donkeys and making them black and white. So are they really? Oh, yeah, that's a thing all over the place, of, of like for tourism stuff. They'll take any kind of horse and paint it stripe. Oh, why donkey horse? I don't know. They even made fun of for- it in Eastbound and Down. I was like, my buddy was. We like, <laughs> were living in L.A. My friend's from Chicago. He goes, Fuck, why would they even need to paint a zebra? And well, I was like, Oh, you would never been. <laughs> let go around here, have you? <laughs> yeah. I've never it's heard of such thing. a thing. This is for real. People do this.
3: I don't know this either. Come see
4: the zebra, and it's not a zebra.
3: And it's a donkey. Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> well, they, so they're doing it like a like it's a weasel. Let me move. get a photo. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We yeah. need to do I that. to kangaroo. Zebra,
4: like you're in exotic lands, but it's a yeah, donkey. <laughs> Well, I mean, oh, hey, would it's pretty you, cool to get like a picture taken with a punk rock Mexican donkey too, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So th- they're not like acting like it's actually a zebra, right? They're just painting. They're just it for making some exotic and trying to get yeah, a punk right, picture. and
3: probably charging it, like a couple bucks. Right, a couple
2: to bucks. Go see take it. a photo. Here's yeah. your photo. Yeah, a and walk on, you know. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Well, is it only is it only like mules and shit, or will they paint mostly like the mule? Or...
4: It's in the mule
2: area. You're not getting the <laughs> sheet out there.
4: <laughs> it's gonna be in the mule area that that horse is on its second shift of the day <laughs> it, 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 whatever that mule that mule did something that that mule got them there it got them the money and it got them off of there it's what the yeah that's mine fucking <laughs> things through
2: yeah they're taking that thing all the way down to
4: empty. <laughs> you want to talk about oh. too, that takes initiative dude. them motherfuckers that get shit done
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, um, would you would you rather spend the day listening to Courtney Love in Hole or watching the movie Holes? Oh god,
4: that's brutal each way. Holes at least has a really good premise to it. Um Hole it was cool until she started she had like vocal solos, you know what I mean? Like we yeah, you <laughs> would wail out because they, they were dope, you know, especially yeah. in that grunge time. They instrumentally they're badass. Yeah, um, that movie- yeah. I
2: don't. I I don't know. I don't know oh, how no. I feel. Like sometimes I say I'm a Courtney Love fan, and then sometimes I'm like, I can't. I can't it stand. Goes, well, mind.
4: grunge goes through its phases, like it did in reality in the music in the music realm. I feel like to the listener, it goes in and out of people's fashion. <laughs> yeah, in. yeah, for sure. Seasonal fashion. <laughs> it's a seasonal music. <laughs> like if you can't listen to most of those songs if the sun is out. You can't be
2: really. Right, it's only in the fall. Those. Yeah, it's true. Or dead of
3: winter. That's yeah, true. You know. That's like
2: my, my art. People in uh in sunny areas don't necessarily like my artwork for some reason. Hey, did you know that um Courtney was in Faith No More? I, I do now. Yeah, she was briefly in Faith No More. I, no. What? I, she was singing. I don't. I don't really know. I, I just, I just saw, I'm, a, I'm a fan. What, what, yeah, I, I just saw that she was in. Uh, yeah, that she was uh, actually a member of Faith No More. I don't know if like yeah, it, she was what a
4: bass player, right?
2: Yeah. She oh, played lead bass. Well, she, I think she could play all, but in whole, I believe she was. Yeah, she played. She was up there with some. That's all I remember. That's we all. saw her. music
4: genre where you don't even need a guitar, man. You could run everything with bass and drums. And so, yeah. Somebody singing. We just watched, but yeah. Movie. No, I can't do holes. I could watch that movie. I mean, that because you feel bad too. Them kids of the movie, <laughs> The important thing like, dude, what kind of who wrote this? <laughs> yeah, the sense <laughs> of reality, there's a lot of realities and learning to be had from that film for sure.
2: It's a pretty good, it's a like a they teach that, they teach screen right in screenwriting classes. They use that movie, the screen plotlining. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For like writing a good, a uh, good story for, um, yeah. Good art. Yeah, and- they, yeah. They made us read it. It was part of our
4: curriculum in Southern California, sixth grade.
3: Yeah. I think our kids had to read it or one of they them. Did.
2: Yeah. Well, did you, uh, well, speaking of we earlier at the start of the, when we were doing our intro, we were talking about getting lost. Did you ever get lost anywhere as a kid?
4: Dude, I, I mean, I don't remember, but there's an epic story amongst my family of me getting like lost, like aisle over, and like sharing aisle for aisle with my mom at the local Alpha Beta, which is like a, an old school uh, Southern California grocery store. And this is right before, or it was right before a right, right when Home Alone come out. So you have this lady screaming Kevin everywhere with the same haircut. <laughs> oh, Kevin. <laughs> because that's my that's my god-given name and yeah 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 this lady screaming kevin and people not realizing it had to have been after the movie <laughs> people not realize i'm the same age as macaulay Culkin, right he's like 38 right oh,
1: okay yeah, i'm like yeah.
4: that age of him. and um some people didn't realize that, that that this lady probably thought she was crazy i'm over here eating a bunch of cheese in like an aisle over.
1: <laughs>
4: and I'm like so she would he scream for me and go around the top and i would go look for her and we kept doing like, <laughs> and uh apparently like it got it, it, it that kept happening at such a motion as you know they almost were you all sh- the cops <laughs>
2: they got me oh yeah but you said you didn't you didn't really remember
4: <laughs> I, mean, I don't really remember that, but this Was is the that my family tells yeah. over time yes yeah, like we kept swapping aisles as <laughs> looking for yeah.
2: that's the second time um um Someone on our show with the DJ moniker, um, speaking of um, Macaulay Culkin.
1: Yeah. Oh, who else was it?
2: DJ Criminal. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a. uh, Macaulay Culkin made a movie about the time when he was in Thailand hanging with. With DJ Criminal, it's, it's, we watched the movie. It's pretty
1: good. <laughs> What's the name of that
4: movie? I know what you're talking about.
2: I, I can't remember what the <laughs> name of the movie is. They're called is.
3: Boat. No,
2: I can't. I can't remember. It's but him it was and based his brother.
4: His... It's him and his brother too, right? Is that yeah. His actor brother. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
2: Great. But that in the movie, it was someone else playing. It wasn't his brother. But yeah, they were out there partying and in, in Thailand, and then met up. Didn't they? Didn't know DJ Criminal, and he was. I don't think he was DJ Criminal at the time, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know, I was gonna ask Changeland? Tell, cha- my oh maybe it is Changeland. Changeland. Yeah. Changeland is the Sorry. name of the movie.
4: Yeah, I was like, dude, I need well, to write that down because that's like something I want to watch, right? Now. Yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> like,
2: hold on, I guarantee I can find that Hold
3: object. on, no, it's Changeland.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well tell us about your uh tell us about your new album, House Flipper.
4: Well, yeah, so that's my electronic music stuff, you know, so yeah. I'm twenty Three years cut in as a professional hip hop and independent hip hop producer and DJ, and uh, you know I come from all this dance background that uh, I kind of wanted to do this badly, like, and I've done it here and there in between my in between my my hip hop career, and I've made all these. T- I was like all of a sudden, you know, DJ. We, we all know when DJing became like skateboarding. It was like around that two thousand. When skateboarding disappeared for a bit and everyone was a DJ. It's still kind of like that is where I'm at. But it was it was like I've been wanting to do all these sounds and and have been, and I incorporate them into when I'm doing like literally DJs old sets or beat sets or live sets that is even affiliated with hip hop. I'll throw out and then all of a sudden, you know, you're out there jamming. But I really wanted to take a crack at all the top subgenre artists that like millions and millions and millions of things and just do like be like I, I, I like your style. Let's see how I do it. Right. So each song is a different subgenre of house music and that's why we call it okay. House Workers. And uh which is fun. Yeah. I have I have a follow up to the year moment and which is my instrumental, you know, shadowy type of hip hop yeah. stuff. I have a follow up with that coming out at the beginning of the year. Um oh uh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah,
2: I listened to the um, house. Well, I listened to both of them on my run this morning. Um, yeah, that uh, I was. We listened to House Flippers on our drive back from Salt Lake City to Missouri. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just like um, when I, I listen to house music. I well, I was saying I don't usually listen to house music, but whenever it's on, I I think I'm not really into house, but all of a sudden I'm like i'm bobbing head and i'm although i'm into it so right. yeah i don't know it's awesome i think you're i think um your albums are awesome and um well if you want the moment- the
4: further back i'll give you a list of how it kind of came to where we are today in 2001 andrew who you got to meet my brother and who's also my manager and my brother my roger and then uh syntax manac and uh, we started speech impediments
2: by now if you ain't showing respect, I cracked the bone in your neck Fine wine flavor yo, the older we get Tried to catch the big fish but found gold in the net And honestly surprised I ain't over it yet Real life drama got you hoping for death While this shit here provides way more than coping with stress you will like to mope and regret I'm on a mission with my lasso trying to rope for finesse Grabbing Mike steady choking him shit It's been a long road holding my piss No need to introduce the crew you already know who it is Since Jackson Act the rude dude Drew the chauvinist
0: pig Flow for low, toe to toe was all broke assist a sis. Beats a slapping
4: like It was just a hip-hop crew and the hip-hop homies In high school, right? Compile a record, put it out his senior year, which I'm one year behind, it hit, like the homie put it out, OC Records grabbed it, it hit, people loved it, it was in rotation everywhere, and since then I've only been doing hip-hop, and or DJing, music producing and all that stuff, and we're about to throw out our 20-year anniversary album. That's
3: uh, insane, you were a junior in high school?
4: Yeah. Wow. And got picked up internationally too, <laughs> from here to Japan. <laughs> wow. oh. not only did that my homies did too so there was two bands oh, that's cool that made it in high school dki and and speech amphetamines and they were on wow. the funk scene uh well yeah i mean i come from orange county you know uh you know i'm the first one of my whole family born here in southern california okay. Everyone else from either the bay or you know native alaska and um it was it's just culture to just wake up in the morning get a skate in go try and emulate the music behind every single right skate video you watch you know that that really was a thing and so like i tried with so many types of music but hip-hop you know it already I, i'd understood it i i dj'd i had plates so i had i did all these things and once i started producing is when i started understanding like this is gnarly like like even like some of the guys over at Bloat and like because so i started i started meeting these cats at like 13 14 years old they tell my mom be like yo this guy's you know i hate to tell you but he's gonna waste his life on a skate career
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're sitting on a you're sitting with the goose with the golden egg is what they would say you know this is literally what they said but no, yeah, I, the focus from there, and I start rocking with the abstract Groove for years and years, still to this day. Uh, Mike and Nine, AC alone, you know, everyone, AWOL, the entire Shapeshifters crew, Rifleman, you know, you name it. I've I've had the honor as a young man in my early days, yeah, be the DJ for Freestyle Fellowship when Kilu couldn't be there. Like this is stuff that would make people lose their mind, and I and and oh, I could told you know? this all the time, and I was like.
3: Yeah, because you're just. But a kid, I grew, I, I just
4: grew up here. Like this is just my, yeah. this is my existence. Like I did not manipulate anything to get here. Like this weasel fucking nickname that everyone. <laughs> like this is just my existence.
2: Like- <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, even all the way to
4: Francis, you know, because Ab was, you know, with Rhymesayers for all those years. So me and Slug got connected through awesome shit and Dibs, you know. That's when I met Dibs, and like that guy's become like my big brother. Like I, I won't, I, I gotta tell you, that man has had my back for a long time in this place. And it gets, I'm not saying like it's a cutthroat, you know, thing in this independent hip hop shit, but if you aren't like with it. You're, you're going to get left behind, especially on some turntablism and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're not going to get the bookings and you're not going to get the, the 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 names and the and the awesome things as much as the next person. It is very much so a battle culture.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it is so for I had sure. to battle
4: I... myself into this shit, but you know, I had to. I got hey, wait, who to have better sparring partners with than the greats in your community? You know?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
3: I was just thinking into what you said earlier about if you just had a minute of all of that footage, right? That would be. I mean, you could totally have a
1: documentary. Yeah, uh, no,
3: <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost unbelievable.
4: You know, through the skateboarding years, thank God we do. You know, there's a lot of like photos and other things of like little old. But I, I used to be the skinniest kid. I'm all fat now because I stopped skating. <laughs> But uh, you know, backyard parties with me with two turntables and a crate full of records, and you know, I'm just rocking out. It's high school, and we're just partying, and you know, like to shows and gig. Our first ever gig, we I never stepped on stage other than people's backyards, was was uh, fucking uh, the House of Blues here in Anaheim, and then to follow that was another House of Blues, and that was in, that was at the Mandalay Bay in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> like there's, uh, nobody our age was doing stuff like that you know and Andrew was killing it. everyone like syntax was killing it DZ we had Freddie J and like we paved like with LD and Ariano with the technicali people and all the we were the kids that came behind the original good life and Blodians and we just took it and ran with it you know yeah and you were
2: in good company
4: Exactly, you know what I mean, and and like like the, all the names I just gave you right now, like are staples in Orange County music, and have been heard across the globe, across all the platforms, across strange, famous, across all these things. And yeah, it's funny because we get bunched up with LA, you know, because we are LA. This is Los Angeles. It's just Orange County. It's right. just we're in Los Angeles, but it's a different culture. This is it's 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 a more it's a more like. Uh, like 80s,
1: fucking
4: <laughs> still <laughs> now, like that 80s typical movie of a kid just fucking going like, I'm gonna be the world's greatest, like rad or gleaming the cube or like, yeah. You guys have discussed before. We that, that was culture for us to grow up in.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
4: saying? So Like, it's like, Dude, who's gonna be the best BMXer? Who's gonna be the best baseball <laughs> player? Become a pro? It was all this kind of stuff that you had, like, like rookie of the year. You had to, uh, you had to be the kid to do it. Yeah. Uh, like look I mean and, and you could still see it. Like look at your Niger. We could talk skateboarding, look at your Nigel Houston's your Ryan Shecklers and all these guys, your Sean Whites. You literally had to be a child to and that dope yeah. to get up above people. And that worked in music too. Like the younger the kid was, the younger the following was, the more impressionable and the more room there is to growth. I I I guess, you know. Yes. But, yeah, no, it's cutthroat. Like, it's like being in the line when you're surfing. Like, out here, it's just trying to get gigs when you were young. And you had a name, too. Like, you still have a name, and you had to fight your way to the mic. Like, especially at a place like Project Blowed, where, you know, these you motherfuckers, South Central Mert Park shit, you know? <laughs> you know, you're dealing with some motherfuckers that, that paved ways, too. And you would see people come from, you know, precious little Orange County and go up there and get served like a motherfucker. <laughs> you, know, you would see the polar opposite. You'd see people go from in there and they'd be like, "Damn, these cats need to stick around." You know what I mean? Luckily, I got the this cat needs to stick around. <laughs>
1: Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's agree,
4: what happens. You know. <laughs> yeah.
2: If you prove yourself, then that then that's how you stick yeah, around. Yeah, man.
4: And uh, it's, it's
2: like one of the only situations, as far as California and Hollywood, like Hollywood goes, where where uh, talent is actually what what gets you to your
1: spot yeah you gotta uh, have
4: the talent not it's not it's not every story is a courtney cox story you know yep. like where yep. you just have to be looked at and you know i guess that oh, has, that's the story of, you're a model yeah didn't she she actually yeah, got picked up at by by the friends people right they just saw her on side stage for some sort of
2: band out here i can't remember
4: the band Wow.
2: But then what uh, that but that uh, in, in that story and in all stories like it, it it matters what you do with that no matter what your chance is that that you get you're given if you do uh, something with it, then then you, you deserve to be where you're at.
4: you went into it. And I come from a place like, yeah, there's a lot of affluency here in Orange County. You know, there's a lot of places where people aren't from here. They come here and buy up real estate. They own big, you know, you fly by the airport. There's more at John Wayne instead of LAX. There's more private jets than commercial jets. Yeah. So, like, yeah, people would... Get that stigma of like, oh, here comes that fucking white half, which people don't realize I'm half native and Scandinavian. <laughs> right, <laughs> comes that white kid, you know, he's gonna fuck you <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> he's coming to L.A. and he's dude, we know him. He, he's gonna fuck you up, and that would be the warning. It's like, ah, he's a little white, little funky white kid he's gonna come fuck your day up, dude. He's on the he's on the list to perform tonight.
2: <laughs> um let, well let me ask you before because we've got about 10 more minutes here on this drawing and um but i want to get to uh sage uh sage's social media alert sage's got a question in for you <laughs> but not- before i get to sage's question i want to hit you with be, why didn't
4: you get questions. your passport in time to come with me to europe um i had oh, no but- <laughs> no no i didn't need I, I wasn't gonna go with them anyways they're very oh, okay. short runs but that would have been okay. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dolan are out there and I'm not I feel like an in yeah <laughs> the whole yeah. beard half be out there and yeah. we could be spread out doing other things because they're doing two, two thirds of two thirds
2: of epic beard, beard men are there
4: <laughs> the original uh, bearded are there yeah the added beard um, is still back here
2: <laughs> well these are some questions that uh, I got off of um, uh, from from um, the audience so here are a few questions for you which button do you prefer to press the most <laughs> just in general? No, on your like on your <laughs> like on your one. setup. <laughs> yeah. Does this have to do with the
4: person or my DJ equipment?
2: No, on your DJ. <laughs> well, I don't know. They just
4: that's my what favorite says, button to push is And people don't utilize this enough and Dibs will respect me for it, is stop the turntable. I will stop the turntable in mid scratch to get a different texture, more resistance, mm. and then I can push the plate with my thumb and give it a little bit more and then i can get more intricate with my cuts and then i'll slide back and i'll hit i'm doing it right here and i'll slide back and hit it and we'll go right back into the yeah a lot of people utilize that one man
2: that's a good answer too because i don't think most people would would say the stop button
4: (laughs) right i I press stops right on the technique you know we turn them sideways you scratch right here i'll go boom and i'll stop the record and then with my thumb as i'm scratching i'll push the you know and then i'm yeah. still able to slow down the cut and bring it. yeah no it's fun dude
2: um at this and so there are like five of these questions that came in but then i i have one that i put in with it um who who do you think is the best costumed dj or or dj that wears a costume or a mask
4: Ooh, that's a good one because there's not uh yeah, that's become a that's obviously a huge thing. And those guys, Daft Punk, are the originals of doing. Right? No, 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 probably not the original. They're the original set offers. But I'm going to keep it hip hop and all genre with my homie, actually, Sid Wilson from Slipknot. Oh, cool! <laughs> awesome. There you go. That guy can hold it down. Same thing. Same thing. Scratching all kinds of stuff. He has all that technical technical stuff. That guy is hip hop as a motherfucker. And um, it's been a, it's been an honor to, you know, be able to play with him a few, few times on some stuff, and uh, no, he's a good dude. He, he got my little brother has, um, you know, anxieties and other disorders that uh, make him so he's not able to leave the house. And he uses um he makes masks and uh he made a mask oh, cool. for Sid. Sid kept it and he gave me another one and signed it and gave it back to him. Oh
2: that's oh that's awesome. Uh,
4: yeah. And that's how oh, our friendship awesome. started. And I just got a friend out of him and so now I could just hit him here yeah. and, he's a good day. really great dude. Yeah. So and he wears a mask when he's playing in Slipknot, yep. you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's not an answer that probably people would have uh, thought about. Um, Here's this one. If you had the power to rid the world of one musical genre for eternity, which genre music would
4: it be? It wouldn't be country, but it would be country pop.
3: Oh, yeah, that's the new Rocky kind of pop
4: music.
2: Yeah, that's uh that's not need that's, to be
4: told to try that in a small town by a guy from a big town on top of trap drums. We tried anything in a small town that has trap drums too. They don't you, know what? what trap music is. <laughs> Nobody in a small town knows what trap music is. Yeah. They don't even they, they they don't a real small an actual you travel? Yeah. You've been through a small What about
2: town? a small town in Georgia? We're
3: in a small <laughs> town, but they're
4: you see well, I mean, we're not like, far from St. Louis. Yeah, I'm not trying to get political with it, but you know, what I, mean? <laughs> no, <it's okay>. <laughs> I don't yeah. want someone to tell me that and then go and culture vulture from the people that he's talking angst against. Oh yeah, see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> hear no more of their hate music with fucking elements of other people that they're talking shit about created. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Same reason why I'm see, I'm indigenous, and I don't. Sample or take from any other indigenous cultures. People go like, "How do you get those bongos?" Oh, I sampled off this record. I don't see anything unethically wrong with that. You're getting inspired, but I won't if I'm sampling from records. I'll be like, "Fuck, man, would I want someone taking my shit like that?" No, sure. You know what I mean. So I take it to that point. Like, dude, I don't no culture vulturing and that's the biggest culture vulture of of all is pop music and that pop music. You know, and hip hop was pop music. You you can't say that, but when hip hop was pop music, it was such a tool for inspiration and, and and information. You know what I mean? There's no information or love or nothing being shared with this kind of shit.
3: That yeah. country, yeah. Yeah. what
4: pop,
2: do you call it? Pop, pop, pop,
4: country. pop country shit. Pop country. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they let homeboy go down the old town road and make a trap beat, and it was and it became the most successful song in the world. And I actually have a good story to that. We were at Soundset little uzi's not pulling up right so i'm with me and francis and and dolan had just done an epic beardman set and slug came out like as always and so we were like dude we're gonna go check out this little uzi vert kid you know we've never heard of him and he's about to rock and so he him takes us all brother ali all of us to the other side and he's we come to we pull up on the he ain't showing up and uh he the the little nas x kid was there and the homegirl doja cat i i know i i know her producer well and she just came to show love it was really cool and um they asked him to perform that song and um this is where i leave the picture as just a fly on the wall he that i just hear the manager go he's never performed it and this song was already like two weeks oh. in it was already like five six times platinum like already heading to like he had never performed it wow and so you see what i'm saying like yeah it kind of opened up i think that that was the opening door dibs was there with me <laughs> it got, got it opened the door for all these people to think like yo we need to we now need to make our music like this and it's not like stick to your country shit like you get down like john denver you're gonna have a lot more listeners on your country shot fucks with john denver i don't know but yeah you know what I'm saying? Country road shit, give, give me some fucking real country and I'm all about that shit.
2: I just about started, <laughs> I just about started belting out country road there I'm when saying. you said that. Country road,
1: <laughs> country.
2: Well, said, that's one of the greatest songs
4: I've ever written. Give me real country, give me real folk. Yeah. What do you mean bro? yeah? I mean, hybrid shit. Because if you... <clears throat> I don't hear no rock and rollers out there with trap drums underneath their shit, but they... they <laughs>
2: yeah, well... They're drumming
4: country music right now.
2: Maybe 2024 is gonna be that. All time. right. <laughs> hair hair metal. <melon. laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to Sage. We're gonna go to Sage's question, but th- there's two other questions that I want to get because someone sent them in. What's your ideal table height for your decks?
4: Well, I like mine right here, right under the teat.
2: Um, four something.
4: Uh, so I'm like six, let's say five feet, about five feet. Okay, yeah, about
2: and then feet. someone said, besides reverb, which effect is your favorite? Delay, okay, and then one yeah, last one without delay, crossfader or channel faders? Crossfader, come on now, <laughs> right. paperwork.
4: They, they, they get to see me wicked out on you know crazy CDJ systems and stuff like that. Now, nah, you people like me, a track. Your, your your people that grew up with some turntables they're using crossfaders.
2: yeah for sure um let's hear what uh let's hear what sage's social media lurk is for you
0: live and direct from london england man <laughs> what up what up d o d forty five d j zoles zo zo I lurk your media, your social media. There's not really much to lurk. And, and Facebook, at this point, makes it really tough to go deep down. I tried it, but I gave up after a while. And, and on Twitter, it's just it's all promotional posts. But 576 weeks ago on Instagram, <laughs> you made a post that said, uh, Zima's on me. Hashtag bring it back. (laughs) Now, my experience with Zima is in a, uh, a parking lot in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. I was chilling with my friends. We would go there and just play music loudly out of a friend's car and try to show off the bass in our system. And a group of hooligans walked up to us, and one of them took a Zima bottle out of his trench coat smashed it on the ground and they attacked us and I whooped the ever-loving shit out of one of these cats uh, and when the cops all took us in he gave me props for what I was able to do with my bare hands now I'm not here to brag about the hands that I'd be throwing but, but I am here to say you shouldn't be bragging about Zima, homie what's your experience with Zima? I need to know love you, Miss love you. I'll see you at some point, I'm sure Strange Famous forever. Peace.
2: Well, that's funny because you're... you're
4: uh... He knows that post. Here, I had a feeling he was going to get me on one of the old drinking because I haven't I haven't, I haven't drank in seven years. But wow. <laughs> I was going
2: to say. You've been right. sober for seven years. So was...
4: Since
3: you were like
4: 30? <laughs> 31, yeah, 31. So uh, with the zemas, I, <laughs> I know exactly what post he's talking about. Everybody was drinking those off ices remember those and it was yes. like oh we gotta get wasted off smirnoff ice are terrible <laughs> it's fucking awful it's just an easy way to just throw some bag and get a quick buzz but i was i went and i fucking found some zimas when i was scoring some booze one night for a party and i was like yo i brought the zimas out and i took that photo where it's just a six pack of zima <laughs> it was like bring some bring some booze And I was like, I'm gonna be the guy that shows up to the party with Zima's, dude.
2: (laughs) That
1: was like, uh, like,
2: like Fuzzy Nate. Well, yeah, because I guess remember Agent wasn't the the big one. Was Fuzzy navel?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the wine coolers.
4: I (laughs) love that. I love that Francis beat the crap out of a guy that tried to step to him with a (laughs) Zima. I know how great.
3: (laughs) I don't think I ever tried a Zima. Like, off
4: ice. it's the same thing
3: i don't think i
4: even had a It <laughs> repackaged it it's the same thing you used to drink them all the time when you were kids because you could you could before you had to you know be able to throw back some booze you know what i mean you weren't able so to it was like it, a but,
3: wine cooler yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah yeah and so i was like i was that guy that was like i'm gonna bring zimas to this party and just piss everybody off but i had a i had a trunk full of beer but yeah i brought all these zimas to a party and they're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? They're like, a Zima? What is this? Zima? And I took that picture and I was like, yo, bring it back, dude. Bring Zima <laughs> well, back. I found it on the shelf. Obviously, it was back, but it was the only place I saw it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy all the Zima in this liquor
3: store. They probably would have given it to you. It's probably been back <laughs> on the shelf I for like, the was like, was yeah, like, years.
4: You also got that red dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, red dog. Yeah. <laughs> We get a buzz ball. You got a buzz. Well, buzz balls back
2: again. But remember the, I don't
4: think you know know those, little, ball those
2: little balls of booze you can get.
3: I don't. I think those were illegal think, in yeah, Utah. Yeah, in
2: Utah they, they oh, were illegal. Okay, yeah.
3: Anything yeah. that was like possibly fun. And legal <laughs> drinking <laughs> no.
2: age in
4: Southern California it, to the to the seller <laughs> is if I if you walk in and have money and there's no cops around. So. Yeah. <laughs> There was always availability. You didn't need no fake IDs. All those. Well, things and if, if you're I buying started,
1: Zima, you're
2: probably you. underage. <laughs> you
1: know
4: what I'm it. saying? Yeah, I mean, if you go in there buying Zimas and Jägermeister together,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know I mean?
4: like, you walk up there, like, yeah, I'll take the Jägermeister and the Zima. You're like, what, what are you gonna do with those? You know, like, like or
1: the peach there schnapps. Ain't nobody around,
4: dude. You got, you need to get pack of cigarettes, too, kid. Well, come on, you know, yeah. make the
2: sale because they gotta make the sale. Yeah. Um, before i go to the the the, the final our, our wrap up um, our set our segment called the dish um uh, let me ask you real quick what has um what's the what's been the har- so you've been sober seven years yeah just that this um, is past two. what uh, what uh, what's been the hardest the hardest part of that do you do you, when you're, especially like when you're out on the road or you're DJing and stuff, like, is it, is it ever tempting or do you, are you? No, no, no.
4: It, I, I almost lost the ability of being able to do what you just said because of alcohol. I was right. touring. I, I, I had a, a, what, like the end all be all before I like, um, had my crash and burn. I was out in Idaho for, yeah, Idaho for three makeup shows and I didn't make it to not one of them because I was just oh, wasted yeah you know what I mean and that booker the the book, oh no, no 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 it was Washington and uh the I they were like dude you're off you're off our booking you're gone and they were booking the hell out of me and it was like ah oh, man my career is in jeopardy all this stuff and then I had like a lot of death going on around me between family you know per, personal and other things and it was just like that rock star lifestyle without a rock star income, so yeah, <laughs> you're just like, if this doesn't pan out tomorrow and plus like all the numerous health problems I was having, like I drink like like a couple of bottles per day towards the end, and you know the
2: of hard alcohol,
4: yeah, yeah, New Amsterdam, vodka, I was drinking like two bottles a day. Yeah.
2: well I don't if this is, uh, if it's too personal I, I, I,
4: I'm an advocate of helping people so I tell my story to everyone
2: well I guess what I'm wondering is were you surprised about how how like you ended up going that deep into it, or or was there signs of were you someone that well, no I mean
4: like the over like at, at the beginning of my career when with the you know it's not overnight success but the quick success. Like I stayed focused, driven. Like I'm here. Like I'm I'm on the path of achieving my childhood goals. Like I mm-hmm. three musical posters on my wall, which was Francis' his personal journals insert, uh, a show flyer from an Atmosphere show, and my boy Abstract Rude, a, a really cool promotional thing that he had given to me. And my goal was to work with them. And as you guys know, I have multiple songs with all of them now. <laughs> yeah. But like I was so driven that like, I wouldn't let the party element creep in, but then I got accepted by the tribe of awesome human beings and I got comfortable. Yep. And and, and that's where it happened is I got really comfortable and people, yes, of course we make it to places. People want to say what up people want you to come and hang at their spot after they want to party. They want to do that. I, I was addicted to partying and yeah. alcohol was the fuel to it. So if we were all out there, you know, thank God, you know, I didn't do hardcore drugs, never have, you know. Um, but, you know, that was it. That It was the lubricant of the party was the harder you drink, the more you can party like harder, you know.
2: And you're and you were like in a kind of ce- uh, celebratory phase because yeah. you're. You've reached the, the, the moment up here. where you've been I'm up working here. I,
4: earned, I earned my stripes and enough, enough to talk about it, you know what I mean, yeah. publicly. And, you know, that's where my head was, you know, which is not a good place to be. You know, you could talk about your successes very humbly and not have to go out and right. party with random people. But, you know, I liked it. I liked the attention. I liked all the free booze. I liked that people wanted to hang out with me and they didn't even know my fucking name. And like, right. you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and
2: they didn't know it was
4: Weasel.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then,
4: uh, and I'm, I've only told that story here and to the to the local newspapers. So that's
2: that's a, a deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for giving us the.
4: <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I almost lost my ability to do what I love to do right. because of the alcohol, because of the partying and the alcohol and that stuff. So I was able to sit out a. You know, it was a. It sucked. I ended up in a in a hospital with you know really bad stomach and liver issues. Um I drank so bad that I my appendix I don't know I never had I never had an infection in my pancreas and appendix and I got it infected and then it burst and it was all due to consumption Jesus. of alcohol. It was it wasn't no freak like regular stuff, you know, Right. it was all alcohol based in the way that I treat my body and the stuff that I put in it. And I had I had no choice. It was to die in a couple of days if you want to keep drinking or, you know, make the change. And yeah. So did they you. keep
3: you in the alcohol in the not the alcohol in the hospital while you.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I needed I was in- like, yeah, I was in a hospital for like two weeks
3: to kind of detox or is that the same thing that, that we call it with alcohol
4: you get all that nastiness out of you because like that's i literally had to keep drinking because i got so hardcore into the party and like you had to keep drinking or else you start shaking from the dts and stuff
1: so, so and
4: you know, how long
1: did it
3: take bad? for you to to be on the end of that where you felt okay to go back out and work and not
4: yeah so this happened on like the cusp of a big tour of abstract route Mike and I and myself which included several international dates that to my memory and I, I let my boys down but with my habits you know like I let my boys down they needed me out there you know like big run Canadian other places all this stuff and they didn't have their fucking there not only did they not have their DJ they didn't have their boy with them you know I mm-hmm. was uh, supposed to be there to back them up and it left me deflated just knowing that I just left my homies down like that. And not just two average homies, two people that paved a very huge lane in my life and not just my life, but like Southern California hip hop. So I I was just bumming, 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 bumming. But you know, the Ab said it to my family the best because we I, I couldn't use phones or anything. And he was like, dude, just get him healthy so he can just keep doing this, please. Just get him good. You know what I mean? Like, that's all he wanted. He was talking to my mom. Just going, fuck the money. Fuck do it right now. <laughs> you know? We yeah. need to be alive. Dude. <laughs> like, so can we just get, let's, let's finally address the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Like, Soul's mm-hmm. drunk. He gets, a, <laughs> I got in fights. I do a bunch of shit. Like, dude, even with, <laughs> I won't say who, what organization, but. They would keep me and Dibs away from each other at certain events.
1: Because
4: <laughs> it's fucking disaster where you'd have people, <laughs> you know.
2: I mean, yeah, it's a similar story. Well, and they know how to get a
4: party going, especially you put Dibs and Zold and someone like Prop and other people in the room. We're going to have some fucking fun, dude. You know what I mean? and we'll do that yeah, but, sober. we'll do that plain and so yeah, now you can do yeah. it sober no, you know what I mean, yeah. and what's yeah. glad you know we, we're all there too
1: <laughs> yeah
4: we're all there yeah, I, i'm awesome. like, like not the only one which is great and, and uh it's is dope because like now like i it's it's like a whole new lease on creativity too so i was creating in that cloud that whole yeah. time that whole cloudiness was all clouded and uh so now i you know like I said I now now I study the mathematics of music like math you know I wasn't doing yeah, that before you. it's you know
2: awesome I, mean? I wasn't you- doing that right <laughs> well it's, yeah the good thing for you is that you had something that you realized I mean you had djing and that was your love that was helpful in getting you in getting you out of there because uh yeah that's uh, um, yeah proud of you good for you that's fantastic I made it. Um, let's hit product. you with the let's wrap it up with um, the what we call in it now the dish first worsts and favorites. Um, all right here you go what was your first live show that you went to Oh the
4: Green Day Dookie tour Oh. Oh. On to the Green Day Dookie album. Yeah, I got. I went. I went to the Green Day tour. My my uncle took me. That was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Dude. That that record was like epic. It was the first ever CD that I had too.
2: Who was your first crush, celebrity or regular? Winnie, dude. Who?
4: Winnie from Wonder. Years. Winnie. Winnie. Yeah, from Wonder Years. Yeah, my folks were. Yeah. They were all hooked on it because it was more kind of a generational show. Like that went from their generation to mine. I guess you could say for sure so I saw it a lot but I fell in love with that girl
2: yeah she was
1: cute yeah she was like <laughs> she she, the glasses, she was awesome. and
4: they the glasses and then they go they're like I think that they whether they meant mean, meant to write it that way where it was you know beauties in the high well what is it beauty's in the high when you i, I want to say that stupid trailer park boys guy you know what's the guy ricky oh. Trailer park he goes beauty's in the eye when you hold her but <laughs>
3: <laughs> beauty's in the beauty's eye of when you hold
4: her yeah but he's beauty's in character. the eye when you hold her but you know but, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I mean, no, I mean, no, that, yeah try she's to, try to play one. on that make her like uh, socially unattractive you know what i mean but i always thought she was beautiful yeah,
3: I, I think everybody, sweet. every all the boys I knew had a crush on her. Yeah, my well,
1: brother I right.
4: and, I, and I'm glad that if they did that on purpose, I'm glad they did do that because it, it's not you know what society tells you what's a, attractive. It's what's your own, yeah. your own. I
2: bet I'm guessing that they did do it on purpose because yeah, uh, yeah, they do things like that. She was a different. She was different than. Um, C- Christina Applegate, a different type exactly
4: polar opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I could have said that one too, though. I know, me too. I did leave out a major.
2: Uh, what was your first car?
4: A 1984 stick shift Jetta that my dad made me take my driver's lessons test into. Oh.
2: <laughs> was it Was a good car? Did you like it? Was, it? it
4: was, yeah, it's dope. It looked like one of them old beat. I think my mom got it for the sake of it. It was champagne. I think it was, uh, they got it for the sake of it looking like a Mercedes.
2: Sure. And and yeah, and,
4: I mean, and, and- we're driving around, we're nice, you know.
2: I mean yeah calling it the color champagne also is yeah a way it to was
4: champagne people. it was not tan it was champagne
3: that was <laughs> my dream it had car. Little,
4: the little dusties in there it was champagne. <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> it was a pinky uh, it was a pinky uh, out stick shift <laughs> that was your dream car
3: that's what the car i really 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 wanted when i was 16
4: what was your first job my first job uh i worked i've only worked one job in my life that on oh uh, yeah you started way young so i i'm, I'm I, I technically skateboarding would be my first job It could have generated money as a child but no uh it was i my senior year of high school i worked at disney resort oh, oh <laughs> fuck, yeah what'd you do there i I was the guy on the back of the tram that that takes you from the parking lot into the park it goes like please leave your hands inside the vehicle at all times (laughs) can't tell you how many girls i met with that job oh (laughs) i bet bet.
3: (laughs) and they were just in town for the weekend yeah sometimes there was a language
4: barrier other stuff like that but it was an awesome job It, it i it helped me acclimate to like understanding what like working you know what i mean like
1: yeah.
4: i was always in being held in charge of by people that wanted my best interest because it yeah through their shit <laughs> and still does this day so i'm still used to that but this was yeah. one like no nah, dude you need to go hard for me man like what was your first skateboard oh man i I mean obviously anything that the older uncles and the cousins were skating and putting me on but my first one that i can remember that you know like when i was in there was before world industries had all the you know uh wet william and uh flame Hello, and all guys. They used to do those color decks where they'd have amazing artwork and it was slick bottom so it stayed there and it was like this night that was like going into something that just said world industries across it and then oh i love that board so much i still have was
2: it a what did it was it a pros deck like or was it just oh, a world yeah, just a
4: world industries deck uh, art yeah. deck it was an art deck for sure yeah and, uh, Mine
2: was a Mike McGill, a Pal Perot. That was my first like proper board. I, I mean, my first board, board
4: was a big old wide base on the in the yeah. middle, and then the short short end by the truck. Gator tried to steal his Mark. Gator tried to steal his shape. Yeah. The, the, and then the he and killed and somebody. Come back. Didn't <laughs> come out. Oh yeah, I know a McGill board. I'm a Southern California. If you can <laughs> if, if you're pushing forty uh, or above and you can't call out your skateboards here, you're not, you're not doing too well, man. It's like being in the country and not being able to tell you what kind of horse that is. You know,
2: What kind of horse you ride? What kind of horse am- is that? Brown. Brown. What's the first app that you open in the morning? Google Calendar. Oh, oh yeah, because you're a busy guy.
3: Yeah. Well, Adrian. Uh, uh, other we- than that,
4: I would probably say... Yeah, non-business. It would be, <laughs> it would be whatnot to see what kind. Because I love collecting collectibles, so yeah, oh, I whatnot. go on whatnot and see what people are getting rid of on the baseball cards, Lorcana cards, or Funko Pops, or uh, you know, comic books. Yeah, yeah.
2: So
3: you collect. You a collector? I'm a big collector.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I'm a collector as well. I, I, collect- I was about to say.
4: You guys already know. It's <laughs> the same thing.
2: Adrian hates collecting. She wants to get hates rid of it. He's looking
4: everything. at the, the things that were collected and they're not collected anymore. They're collecting dust.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: <that's right.
2: laughs> okay, we're into the worsts. What's the worst car? One that
4: don't work. <laughs> I'm a shit. As long as you get me from point A to point B, I'm good to go, man. Okay. What's the
2: worst word?
4: No, worst word. Can't.
2: Oh yeah, that's a good one. That, that one's like a, that one's like a Buddhist answer. <laughs> that word.
4: The can't can't arrives in play in in statements it should never be in. It's yeah, a, I'm overused word. <laughs> don't tell me you can't. Just yeah. figure out a way that you can. That's I hate the fucking can't. I can't yeah. I hate that word I, it, I, in I many different ways. The the way it, it's overused in too many different ways. And yeah, who says you can't?
2: And it also now that now that we've said it multiple times, it is a weird sounding word. Yeah, keyed. I don't like it. It can get out. <laughs> what's the worst movie ever, well, Adrian? What's that one that we watched with uh, Mel Gibson dragged? Like, it's called like dragged across the concrete, and it was the it was so shitty.
4: It was so that's.
2: <laughs> it was so. What was that's pre- what called.
4: That's the premise of being dragged across the concrete.
2: I don't know, but that's it was a good title, like, no. man. <laughs> that's no, what it was called I'd I, I have to say I
4: gotta come Spice World <laughs> oh,
2: I never I never saw it. I where I to... live
4: it made everyone every kid think that they could do what those girls were doing in that fucking movie oh just travel man. the world as a rock star so and just all you gotta show is a little bit of skin so you had fucking kids dressing like oh. they should not have been and, right. and you know what I mean like well, who's the worst seep- superhero like let's think let's think real like, what if you had Hulk in your presence? Like, how the fuck were you gonna handle Hulk all day? You know what I mean? Like when he just Banner, when you have banner, you're good to go, right? You're just hanging out with your smart homie, but then what are you supposed to do when he just turns into Hulk? And you, are supposed to turn it off, man. How do you get him to stop? And you you know what I mean? Like, is he gonna fuck your house up this time? Is he gonna come through the wall (laughs) like the like the Kool Aid guy and be like, yeah, man, party time, Let's go. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've always loved the Hulk in his story, but I was like, I don't get the unhulking of it. And he's gonna be naked by the end of the time. Every time Yeah, those
3: shorts <laughs> don't fit anymore. Gonna be naked. The shrinks so down. Every
4: night just- you go out with him because I'm thinking of like if you're having if you're friends with these guys. So every every night you're having oh, to find yeah. your homie, you know? God, no. Well,
2: what if he was also? What if he was like a total like um like a predator, like you a man? man?
4: Like yeah, then you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got like basically like Vladimir Putin without a fucking army, but like he can turn into this massive insane insano, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
2: Okay, that's it. Yeah, that makes...
4: you got to be careful with that guy. I pro so, so
2: got brave. The you flipped the yeah they flipped the question into a more that the the what's what worst superhero you you flipped it to like who's the worst superhero to have as a friend like to hang out like what (laughs) what
4: like what would be the worst superhero to have around
2: yeah and it was a partier like oh shit no parties come on man that's
4: that's the party animal coming out
2: yeah, you'd never want to take him to the gonna, party. How
4: are you going to stop him at the end of the night? He's just going to get arrested every night. And he and then they're not going to be able to cuff him.
2: It's, uh, he's just going to be a liability. Favorite professional wrestler? Oh, Bret Hart. Come on now. Oh, yeah, that's a good Hart one. Too. Come on it, Favorite comedian? Ooh. Ooh. Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, going to the old school. Uh, favorite Star Wars character? Darth Maul. Oh yeah, Maul
4: or Boba, either. Yeah. Or I'm picking it. I I have more leaned in my later years towards yeah Boba because he's just like fuck all y'all. I'm gonna do my yeah. I do what I do. But Darth Maul yeah. came out, man. Dude, that was the only thing that kind of like when those movies came out, I understood all the story because I had read it. You know, I read oh, stories and I was like, who the fuck is Jar Jar Binks? Who the fuck is all this shit? And then you have <laughs> Dark Maul, and they made him so cool. Like in, the, in my brain, I had him looking so different and they had him right. come out. And then I know what's going to happen. You Just if you're in the Star Wars verse, stay plugged in because you're going to be seeing that guy soon.
2: Favorite TV sitcom? Oh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that one's pretty simple. A newer one, Bob's Burgers. That's my life. I even got. Oh, j- we haven't watched. I
4: Gene, I, yeah, I got Gene Dad tattooed on my arm.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Last Action Hero. Oh really? That's like considered his worst one. That's your favorite? Good. It's awesome. It's it's, it's a fun one. It's a terrible movie, but yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> kindergarten Cop is the
4: movies he was not supposed to be in are my favorite. Yeah,
2: well, Kindergarten Cop's awesome, it,
4: it, and it's probably the dialogue that you have to go through. <laughs> with that accent (laughs) knowing terminator and all that
2: shit (laughs) and then seeing him like hanging out with kids i don't know i that movie's great that one's got some um who's your daddy and what does he do exactly (laughs) what about favorite cereal see i'm a
4: cereal guy like jerry so i mean i got to keep the rotation going right now it's lucky charms Oh
1: <laughs> shit! <laughs> that's a sugar cereal,
4: <laughs> isn't it? No, yeah. But I, I guess my my on the standard all the time though is Honey Nut Cheerios. That's the one that's always
2: there. Yeah, you can even just have a handfuls of that. You don't even need the milk. You can eat like a toddler. You're good to go. Yeah, it, you know? that's a that's a good one. I like that. Golden. I always like Golden Grams too. Oh, that's, um, that's a good one. Do you have a favorite current shirt? <sighs> That, that's the one, yeah, yeah. Your Kobe jersey, yeah. Uh, I got I don't know, good like a good band tee. Um, well, there's like a shirt that fits real good, you know. Like if you're feeling. Oh, heavier. Dude, Some, you know, I actually have a, and it
4: has a good a meaning behind it. I have this eight six four five shirt, and everybody goes like, "Dude, that looks," and it fits so good, and it's uh, my homie in Australia made it for me.
2: Well, that's so that was the dish. That's our uh, first worst and first worst and favorites um, uh, that I, I pretty much finished with the drawing. Uh, it's so sick. It's the it's, it's the so weasel, it's weasel and he's and he's supposed. To, and oh,
3: it is a weasel. Yeah,
2: it's a weasel. And he's holding <laughs> obviously the, holding the helmet. And it's supposed to be like Hamlet. He's supposed it's supposed to be uh, to be sure or not, not to be. be. Yeah. Got it. Um, the question I ask so, myself
4: every day in the environment of the human I live in.
2: Yeah. Well, and then I tr- and then I dropped in the little. Um, yeah, Zolo my Yago Ye- logo. Ye- Ye- logo. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, man, it was awesome, ha- fucking hanging with you and, and getting you on for a real episode. I, no, I
1: still got plenty of sunlight still left over here. Yeah, man. I know it's
2: so dark here in, in <laughs> Hannibal.
4: <laughs> we were gonna. I was able to do this outside. I don't know if anybody's I been know. outside yet.
2: <laughs> no we got well we got mosquito, it's, it's Out, mosquito
4: outside right with some bananas yeah
2: with some bananas with your plantains with your plantains, plantains
4: gonna go in there and, and pan fry some of these
2: fry them and turn them to chips well we got some things coming up we're going to see um we're going to hang with uh with dibs uh, uh this weekend are you going uh, to colorado yeah we're going to the red rock show
4: i got a few people going up there
2: That place uh, is awesome.
4: Then, have you ever been
2: there I've never been to a Red Rock show. No, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Been there with
4: that crew. So yeah, no, it's dope, especially with the people you're gonna be with. <laughs> I've
2: never seen uh, I've never seen Dibs live. Oh, for so, real? Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my uh, God! Before. You in for Not the oh. sure. I saw. I mean, yeah, I saw him at Warped Tour, but it was that was Atmosphere. Like, I didn't get to see. Oh like, no, yeah, seen the Dibs
4: did set, yeah. and it's and it's yeah. a hybrid set too. He's gonna and he's at Red Rock, so he's gonna bring out. Oh my God, you guys are. Yeah, he told oh, me all all want. he wants to fit some
2: heads there. So, <laughs> yeah.
4: you know, like bam, bam, you got some of my Cali fam out there with you too, like Fresh and Grouch and yeah. Eli and stuff. So, you know, those are my home. Yeah, we're
2: looking. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be fun. So, miss yep. Mysteries. Oh. It's a cool lineup, Danny Brown. Yeah, it's a cool lineup. I, I'm 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 really interested in seeing it.
3: Souls of Mischief was just down at uh, Paint Louis.
2: St. Louis, yeah, yeah. They're
4: they're they're yeah. doing their 30 year anniversary album tour right now, and they've just been everywhere. You should have seen that that tour flyer. knee man. That I think they started <laughs> last year, and it's just a healthy tour. God bless those guys. I love those dudes, man. It's my berry famine.
2: Well so to close out I want to ask what what do you what what can we expect to to see from you in the next few years uh, uh well you're going to you're
4: definitely going to be seeing the the electronic shit as everybody has been seeing a lot of
1: uh-huh.
4: it's just I have a point to prove and I've got to go through all these things to to be like yo y'all are missing so many things to the element of DJing. thinking what you're doing out there. And I'm not dissing anybody in the dance realm or the DJ realm or anything. I just want to bring what we do in hip hop turntablism and DJing and our aesthetic into that dance culture and kind of right. show people really what some DJing can do and put together some real fun stuff. And, you know, I've, I, and not only have I met so many new people, they're great, I'm a producer. I love producing music and I've met so many people that are just awesome. They they already know my hip hop background. It's, it's it's really kind the strange famous stuff. You'll see a lot of new stuff there too and you know, I'm going to I'm going to pack a bag here and get my ass out there, you know, since I'm contracted with the beaches, you know. I'm like the it's like a Vegas style thing. So I'm out here, you know, on the weekends uh, doing that but once the season's over after next month I'm gonna be invading the uh, all the New Englanders and getting all the sounds going with them, and getting together with Mopes. I'll be out in Texas hanging out with a couple of homies, that probably get out there with my boy Ariano and just keep the music going. You know, I got hip hop stuff on the way. Got to get to Ohio. Got to get to Ohio now so I can get some stuff going with Dibs because now I you're, we're gonna have to come back and do a dual Dibs and Zul show. And just- yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well well so th- with all of those things that you that are on the agenda on the, your agenda, what's the best way for people to, to know? or to find out what, what what like where they can see you what albums are coming oh, up yeah,
4: everything lines? at uh DJ Zol. you know when it comes to hip-hop you'll you know wh- whether it's being put out by strange famous uh, uh social media or you know other avenues here in Southern California like my company ZME and me and Andrew own, um project load or any of that keep the feel alpha pup stuff you know the hip hop's still very much alive. Everyone keeps you're like, "Oh, you're leaving the hip hop." I was like, "No, I'm <laughs> taking on a life challenge that I've always wanted to take on."
2: At the <laughs> intro, I said that you were you were uh, an engineer producer at Pinnacle Studios. Is that still the yeah, case? Yeah, Pinnacle,
4: or? Pinnacle Sound Studios. That's we own that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay.
4: Me, LD, and Neutron, and LG. what about what LD- about
2: on this level? Because a lot of people that watch and listen to the Dod Forty Five show are people um, who um, are. Either wanting to break into the hip hop industry or, or already in the industry, do you like? Do you produce people's like? What if someone wanted? What if someone was? Oh like, yeah, I,
0: produ- I, I
4: produced everybody from the top to the bottom.
2: And and how? What what's the what's the route if they wanted to connect with you?
4: Oh yeah, just hit me at DJZole at LipDrum.com or DJZole at DJZoleMusic music or just DM me. Yes.
2: Well, man, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I will uh, reach out to you uh, when I, I'm going to touch up this drawing a little bit more, and we'll get it sent out Dude, to you. That is um, so
4: sick. You know that's becoming a tee. <laughs>
2: that's cool, <with> me. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great rest of your week. Adrian, thank all right, you. So. Bye. bye. Good to see ya. Peace.
4: Strange, famous till the grave takes us.
1: What's
2: Okay, well, we'll just wrap that up. Um, that was a fun chat. I got, that was, like, the most drawing I got done in, in a while. But I definitely, it's, I got a, okay, it was awesome. <laughs> he's all such a, he's just, like, a fucking, uh, just, like, a real nice fucking dude. And, wow, how incredible his, like, working that Young, like starting that young,
3: because
2: oh, wow. he's so young. That's lately.
3: our it's just about our soul's age.
2: Yeah, our soul, our son. You uh-huh. mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. What about you? Do you have anything you want to wrap? Oh
3: with? no, I was—I was, was going to ask him—is it your mom or your dad, or maybe it's his mom, who's both um, Scandinavian and Native American. Mm. Well, what when, when she was saying you is know?
2: native um, Alaskan. Alaskan. Yeah, yeah.
3: Interesting.
2: Um, yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to keep these episodes down. You know, down. But the truth is, it's like when we're having a conversation, where we're enjoying ourselves. As long as the whole, the initial idea with the 45 minutes was so that we weren't taking up the time of the guest. So, as long as the guest is still want, you know, is, is having chat, I'm, I'm going to be less concerned about that. So, um, all right. Well, that that was that. I don't know when this episode is going to be placed. I don't know if it's going to start series six. It doesn't matter. But I'm.
3: It'll be playing when it it plays when when we see this.
2: Thank you guys for listening to uh, listening and watching the Dod Forty Five show. Check us out on all the socials at Dod Forty Five W on Instagram. Um, We do have an. Twitter X but just stay the hell away from that. There's no reason to follow us there because we barely even use it. Um, art by Ty um, on Instagram at art by ty and go to artBtie.com if you want to get one of the my new book the Under an Hour. Uh, it's a cool book and also my, my other book Ink Tiber is available and my other book Book of Arms is available and our children's book will be on there by this Christmas. The children's book is called Beyond the Sea. Written by Adrian, illustrated by myself. Um, that's all. That's all. DJ soul check him out and all those things. Check out Strange Famous Records. All of those things. Thanks, Sage Francis, for the question. And uh, we'll see you. We're going to. Okay, bye. Okay, good. Oh, what about one other thing? You got to go to the bathroom? I'm just teasing. From all of us here, I'd like to wish you happy drawing, happy conversing, and thanks for conspiring with us. We're out of here. Peace. Oh, D Thank you for joining in on yet another episode of the DoD 45 show. Please hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. You can even go one step further by leaving us a review on the YouTube stream or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you stream our show from. You can find me at ArtByTie on all the socials or at artbyty.com. And if you'd like to follow the DoD 45 show on social media, we're at DoD45W on Instagram, or you can go over to our website at doD45.com where you can shoot us an email join our mailing list, and watch all of our past episodes. Consider joining us for a live chat on the YouTube premieres of episodes every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Peace.